Hello and welcome to The Cut of Seal, Episode 5. I'm your host, Cameron Tushtar, and with me is James Seelig. Hello. Brandon Moncada. Hi. Danny Benson. <laughs> Hi. And Brandon Blockstorp, because he interrupted me, so he went last. <laughs> I was like, why did I get separated from Brandon? <laughs> this? We're, me and him are on a team here. This is, this. we're a, we're a compact thing, the B&B. Um, hey, thanks for coming. Thanks for inviting us for another episode of Cut a Steel. Check out the commentaries on Apollo City Comics, the podcast yes. you should be listening to. There, yeah, the, you'll find some interesting stuff there. And of course, uh, this episode is coming out way before the equivalent for the Apollo City Comments series, so you'll catch that eventually on their site. This will be the Cut of Steel Whedon's Justice League episode, and it is coming to you a little bit late. If I'm putting this out correctly, tomorrow is the day Zack Snyder's Justice League comes out, so we'll have this on and then uh this coming the previous friday we should have the wonder woman episode episode four out so there was a bit of delay there uh so it got delayed a week and this one we're still making sure everything comes out before Zack snyder's justice league so if anything this should hopefully be a short episode and then you'll be good to go and ready for the next iteration of the justice league whether for better or for worse and we will definitely see about that Brandon, I, I appreciate your your <laughs> eyeful emotions there. It's it's wonderful. But yeah, we just watched uh, Joss Whedon's Justice League, and we're going to go ahead and jump right into it, of yeah, course. We, it was a good, you know, watching it, we wanted to refresh what was going to be so different between what we saw and like, well, you know, none of us have really seen this movie since it came out in theaters. So that was like, what, three, four years ago? How long was that? I don't even remember. It was oh, God, 20... that was. 17 right november yeah. 2017 right so four years yeah. ago yeah Man, i dude. don't remember it being or feeling so short like uh, so little happened n- in this movie november 17th oh there you okay. go yeah yeah and i mean on these shows we've tried we really try to highlight like what was good what was bad what we could have done differently and i'm just gonna sum it up what could have done differently that we can all agree on just shouldn't have been made. All right, cool. Thanks for checking out the show, guys. Yeah, uh, yeah. Check yeah out the Policy Comics. <laughs> Thank you so and, much for coming. Um, don't go watch the movie. Uh, <laughs> it, they're restarting the universe. Uh, see you guys later. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> but actually, I, though, um, I'm just gonna say this. So while we're on air, I'm going to defend this movie a little bit. A little bit. This is a little bit. This is a little bit. All right. It's a little bit. Well, I'm curious. All right, so kick Danny's lost his mind. No, no, let's kick off with that. Danny, what what do you have to defend about this? I'm very curious. I'm genuinely curious. Okay. So I'm just going to start start off by saying this. This movie is garbage. It is not good. It is not a well-made movie. Comrade, stop shaking your head. I know that you're I'm just that I'm trashing this movie. That shaking my head uh, would go sideways, sir. Okay, yeah, you're right. You're nodding. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm dumb. Um. Now I'm shaking my head. <laughs> now I forgot what I was going to say. It's all part of Tomlin's plot. Um, I had a really good thought. Um, uh, you, men- you mentioned last night that like Joss Whedon had like six months to redo oh, this movie. Yeah, okay. So out of all the DCEU movies, Wonder Woman aside, all the other ones that are just garbage, this movie was the easiest to get through. Because it's only two hours long and it's a dumb movie that's just bad. It's not a three hour long movie that's a dumb movie trying to be smart. And I could take. 
I right. can take that any day over a dumb movie that's trying to act smart the whole time. Yeah, that's a fair point. I, yeah, it's it's hard to argue with that. I mean, yeah, because I mean, BVS and Man of Steel were tough. You know, like when you're just uncomfortable yeah. and you're just like, it hasn't even been an hour. Like, it feels like I got, I got to pee. Like, I already ate all my popcorn. Like, that's how. Yeah, I'm dude, to, like, I I held in my pee the entire time we watched Justice League, and that already felt too long. Your well, poor kidneys. I mean, but think about how long. What a Man of Steel, Cameron. I'm sure you know. I it's what two and a half hours long, right? Just about. And then BVS, the ultimate cut, is it three or three and a half? It's like three it's like, hours and 22 minutes, I want to say. Okay. Yeah. Um, and this was two hours long. And I will say it yeah. was, it did feel shorter. It didn't feel as much of a drag because they just yeah. had stuff like going the entire, entire time. Yeah. Like, and, But it just like didn't do anything. And you're the yeah. whole, every scene, like at least the other films we would watch them and we're like you know what this is a good scene this is a good like mm-hmm. moment it doesn't fit well it's not cut well like it's not great but like this right here what we're seeing this is cool but we never said that for justice league like not for right. a single scene except for moments with aquaman but they weren't even like good moments this you know movie, they were just like, like yeah. I said, better than the rest this it's like venom we call aquaman and his bitches hmm. <laughs> It's like the it's like uh, I would compare it to kind of with Aquaman there. It's like having Tom Hardy in the Venom movie. You're like, I really enjoy Tom Hardy. It's like what moments? And it's like, oh, I mean, I just liked him as hit that everything around it, whatever yeah. scene it was, was pretty yeah. awful. I felt <laughs> so. the same way about Michael Shannon as General Zod. Yeah, I mean, there you go. Uh, like, yeah, he was the only interesting thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I just will say this too. The I don't see how I'm gonna word this here. The movie as a movie on like a filmmaking level like editing and everything i think is the most it's better made than something like suicide squad because the snyder movies feel and the suicide squad feel like a bunch of random scenes thrown together in a jumbled mess this felt like a coherent movie all the way through the only problem is it's just consistently bad all the way oh through. i i see what you yeah. mean yeah because bvs yeah that's why okay that, that actually went by, yeah. yeah it just went by like that it was like it wonder Woman. a lot better yeah, well, okay, Wonder Woman, I wouldn't put... I well, wouldn't no, no, ever like, put Wonder Woman in, in, in the same sense. No, no, like, in the sense of, like, mm-hmm. it was coherent. Like, there was a... Yes. An, a, you knew what was going to happen. Like, it, it flowed. Yeah. There wasn't any scenes that were just, like, super choppy, or how did we wind up here, or what happened? There was moments like that, but not the entire film. But, like, Wonder Woman, which is the only other film we've seen so far that was edited well enough to be like, oh, that was a beginning and an end. Cool. That all right. connected the dots. You know, this was the only movie we've seen so far that has done that same kind of retrospective yeah it definitely at least got pacing under its belt which is a very very small belt but a belt nevertheless yes (laughs) and like at least for me like kind of going through i could easily say i can enjoy man of steel from start to finish uh with only a couple things being like ah whatever and then bbs still enjoying a lot of the moments there and not really like enjoying the movie as a whole but just being like, yeah, like I said, five movies would have been better instead of this one. Well, BBS uh, is a good but, movie to put on if you're like cleaning your house or apartment and you're just like, I'm going to toss this on the background. So you can just pause you, while you're vacuuming no, and be like, B- you're B- vacuuming B- and you hear the moment and you're like, yeah. and then you run back and yeah. that's it. Yeah. BBS, BB, BBS is the kind of movie you put on when you want to break your Blu-ray player. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you want to do. So we know Brandon has anger issues, but besides that, like, with Justice League, it definitely does like 
it feels very at least clean in terms of like, oh, we're going point A, point B, point C, and then everything else is just like we we played a game last night when we watched this. We were going like, okay, how do we know what's a Whedon scene and what's oh, yeah. a Snyder scene? Oh god, yeah. And we, Fat it's man. like, like we, don't be me, but like <laughs> we we definitely didn't watch this since like actual theaters. Like me and Brandon Moncada, like here, we we haven't watched this since we were together in theaters three years ago, four years ago, whatever the hell it was. Now we saw it in and IMAX. We saw an IMAX, and I won't get that money back. We, I, I didn't get the money back for Transformers, and that was free. But that's a whole thing. <laughs> I was there too. <laughs> but, <I know. laughs> we keep making bad decisions. Yeah. But anyway, uh, none of us have really seen it, and we didn't know anything about it either. Back then, we didn't know all the behind-the-scenes stuff about it. There was like nothing to go off. It was just like. Unfortunately, Zack Snyder's daughter passed away. He jumped off the set and everyone got job Sweden, which at the very beginning kind of didn't seem that bad because we're like, oh, it's the dude that did Avengers 1 and 2. And I see why Warner Brothers would want to do that. Yeah, he knows how to do a collaboration superhero movie, or at least he's done one. Well, I mean, yeah. It's... And... Sorry, go. So when you consider Joss Sweden's work uh, before Justice League even releasing... Like when you really consider his backlog of film and TV shows, like let, let's take a quick glance, right? Firefly, Serenity, probably considered one of the greatest works of sci-fi and fantasy that for most people, I mean, for a show to have one season in one movie with the fan base that it does, yeah, is crazy. And you know, I watched it all. I it's it was an awesome show, an awesome movie. Yeah. Uh, I know Conrad loved it too. Buffy. Everyone loves Buffy. Buffy, dude, yeah. Buffy. Yeah, you can't Buffy, love Buffy. Yeah. Buffy is kick ass, you know? Like, it, probably one of the best TV shows to ever exist, and probably one of the only TV shows, well, there's plenty, but one of the few that's still, like, in people's rotation in terms of shows they watch consistently, oh, at least yeah. in the background, you know? Mm-hmm. Look at Avengers. Uh, even Alien Resurrection, the worst Alien movie next to Alien 3, written in a day. His, he wrote that script in Are a day, serious? apparently. Yeah, apparently the office, they like walked into his office and they were like, hey, uh, rewrite the whole movie. And he had one day. He just wrote down Ron Perlman. And you're like, all right, we got it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's impressive Print. or terrible. So it's... Hollywood. That's what it, it is. You know, Hollywood. It, By when, the power of cocaine. <laughs> when, you, yeah. when, you, when you consider, again, when you look back at what he did leading up to this, it was like, oh, hell yeah. You know, Joss Whedon's going to do a fucking Justice League movie. That's going to be awesome, we, right? We, we thought it would save the film. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's optimistic. Like, yeah. That's the thing. And, and this is, again, looking back at when the film was announced and, like, you know, not knowing how things were behind the scenes, obviously. Yeah. We didn't and, find out about Zack Snyder till like, like a year later, right? I want to say. I yeah. should be wrong. Yeah. And, you know... We didn't know about the way Joss Whedon was treating people, how horrible he was, and how much of a piece of shit he's been apparently all this time. You know, and like how no far one that goes back. Yeah, no one knew yeah. about that. That's you know, it's it's one of those things that they hide from the public, unfortunately. And you know, when you think Joss Whedon can do no wrong, back in 2016, 2017, of course you're going to get a little hyped. I was, I was a little yeah. optimistic. I was like, oh shit, you know, the guy that 
saved the Avengers and all this and made Buffy and single-handedly wrote Firefly and all that. Like, okay, this looks like it's promising. That whole so, thing about, like, DC and Marvel movies. And then you're like, oh, we got the Marvel guns now. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, we're going to, like, the get guy, it going. Yeah. The guy that kicked off the Avengers went on to the other side and, you know, he pulled a Jack Kirby. Yeah, there you, you know, go. He, yeah. He pulled, he pulled a Jack Kirby straight up. One of the biggest things in the comic book industry ever was Jack Kirby going from Marvel to DC, and Joss Whedon did that for film. Yep. Like, when you really think about it. Yeah. So, it's hard to have not been drastically optimistic about this. Mm -hmm. But I'll get into more of that whole stuff later. I just wanted to talk about, like, we got to really consider back then what he had produced at the time. Well... No, for sure. I, uh... One of my... One of my classes I took was uh, it was basically on show running and how to show run a, a show and just like how to be in charge of everything. And, you know, we had to select certain people. And I was fortunate enough that they chose my script to do the to be the showrunner and to like create a like a, a, a script for a team and everything and stuff like that. And I had to do extra like homework and assignments about showrunners. And I had to read this whole book about showrunners and Josh Whedon, uh, along with a bunch of other great names. um was in that book and you know josh was like yeah i'm tough on set i'm really rough and people sometimes get upset at me because how i act but it's because you're handling so much as at once as a showrunner and you're in charge of so many things and you everything has to be perfect and it's your vision and it's you're executing it all like it's all you and you're controlling everything which is uh, that big of a production team under you is just insane you know from writers to cinematics to everything you know it's just a lot of work and you would assume that uh you know that's probably why but now that everything's come out like i'm not even surprised this movie was bad and it's only because of really recent uh, revelations about how he treated people and how (laughs) he acted and what kind of person he is and you're just like oh you weren't just like rough on set you were rough on set and i guess that really did reflect super back into this film as well and I think we're all kind of just shocked that like, damn, this was our first attempt. And it just, it was almost as good as that ABC pilot, honestly. Oh my God. Yeah. And I, I just wanted to say too, um, you know, first off, everybody keeps acting like a lot of people act like, you know, specifically on Reddit and everything are always just like, Oh, it's like Whedon intentionally went and like made a bad movie or whatever. The guy had, like six months to make an entire movie what did the what did honestly the studio or anybody expect was to happen because i didn't have high expectations at all when he took over the project i said oh they're just gonna reshoot the whole movie in a couple months and then try to like pass that off and lo and behold that's what happened and that's what we got and plus you know you can see the animosity in the actors and everything because they look so done in the movie yeah they really do yeah yeah with weed in there and i i heard that like he Forrest Gal Gadot and uh, the weirdo who plays the Flash to do that weird scene where he falls on her chest and everything, which is totally disrespectful to Wonder Woman's character and everything. And uh, you know, something else I wanted to to bring up too is, you know, this kind of applies to all the DC movies. Is that you know, I love DC. There, I've always they've got my favorite heroes and everything. I've always preferred them to Marvel. They don't really have a personality like a lot of the Marvel heroes. And that's something that I don't think a lot of the DC writers were prepared to deal with. With Marvel characters, a lot of them have these extreme personality traits. You know, Tony Stark's cocky, Spider-Man's the Joker and everything. Thor is this big, like, you know, bombastic warrior and all that. You can get away with a lot more 
for something like the Avengers because that's why the Avengers worked. Even though I don't think the first Avengers movie has aged all that well, you can get away with the fact that these people have such, these characters have such strong personalities that it could carry the movie just on that. You don't even really need a lot of story or character development. You need strong personality characters that we like watching interact on screen. You know, it's the same thing with movies like the, you know, Predator or Aliens. You know, we all loved all those characters in the movie. You know, even though they had no, you know, backstory or character development or anything, they were fun to watch just work off of each other because they were just such strong personalities. DC doesn't really have that. They're very stoic characters. So that's why it's just, it was so important to me for them to go in and really flesh this universe out before they all do the big crossover or else you get kind of what Justice League was, which they're just all kind of there awkwardly interacting with each other they don't have a lot of chemistry and we don't really enjoy seeing them on screen together yeah and it's a weird culmination like you you're in a weird time now as well you're wb and you're like oh there's mixed reviews uh like there's a lot of mixed feelings on all the previous two Zack Snyder movies suicide squad was a bust uh suicide squad was a bust and like the only good one we got for sure is the wonder woman movie and you know they like i said we've already gone through the whole thing but like they you definitely know for sure they've like they rushed sex Snyder through a lot of that stuff but like they in their own whole lineup there whether it's all these different te- uh, characters and whatnot they're still trying to catch up and now they're midway through they're what like five years in four years in at this point yeah uh so they're like oh we've made it to our avengers movie and then they're like oh crap this tragedy happened. Uh, let's get Joss Whedon. He was like the dude that actually did Avengers and like, cool, we got this. And it's like, Hey, do we still want to make that release time? Yes. And it's like, why would you, if you're already delaying everything else, you're throwing everything. Like at this point, you're like, is green lantern going to come out? Is flash going to come out? Is cyborg actually going to come out? Are these movies really going to happen? Yeah. And you're still even seeing that with like Aquaman and Shazam. You don't know if those will come out either. And luckily those two did. But uh, you're very unsure of what's going to happen here. And they give this weird little leeway period for this all to happen. And in the midst of it, you know, it's like, oh, let's get all these actors and actresses back. Oh, some are busy. We'll do it anyway. And, (laughs) you know, it introduces some uh, unfortunate things like, oh, Henry Cavill has to come back, but he's in the middle of doing Mission Impossible. Look at that stash on him. We can't have Superman with a stash like that. It's too powerful. And they CGI that out. And you could tell then where we have come with CGI. Because yeah. obviously it isn't far enough yet. <laughs> and Well, they don't we have see... a big thing with that too is that Warner Brothers does not have Disney money. Disney has that money to get that top CGI to make everything look fabulous and amazing. Warner Brothers, people expect that from everything now because Disney does it. And so when people bash on CGI effects and when people try to attempt CGI effects, they just don't have the right equipment, experience, and funding to get it to that upper level of Disney and Marvel. And that's just, you know, it's just, you got to, people got to consider that too, which it is unfortunate. You're totally right. I'm just throwing that in. Also, good CGI takes time. Yeah, they did not have time to do that. There Definitely. is a YouTube channel called Corridor Digital that they they cover um, 
well, among other things, one of their series is like re- reviewing good and bad CGI in movies. And they tried to figure out like why Superman looked so bad in that scene. And they knew it was like, you know, they're trying to remove the mustache. And they think that because it's too hard to just remove something, what they had to do was like paint over the mustache, which is why his mouth looks like it's pr- uh, protruding out from oh. his face. <laughs> and because that obviously looks awkward you have to then paint out even more of the face to make it kind of like smooth into the mouth or whatever so just to get rid of that mustache they had to fake like half his face so that's why it's not just the mustache that looks weird it's like the entire bottom half of his mouth or like face looks so so hearing about this whole budget thing like uh how do i say this well first of all i I really don't know what else to say besides that this movie literally should not exist. It shouldn't have come out mm-hmm. when it did. It has no reason to exist. It literally came out way too soon. And the whole budget thing just proves that if you took the time and you actually had a game plan of films releasing, you could have created that net worth of income. You know, how much did Wonder Woman pull in worldwide? You know, like, I. Just to you know, give an idea. He's researching. Yeah, right now, guys. So if you want, I guess to real quick to <laughs> add, add on to what Danny said earlier about the Justice League having no chemistry with each other. Like, yeah, even by the end of the movie, they don't feel like a team to me. Yeah, they it's just like entire... a weird moment at the end where they're like, "Hey, yeah. we did it, folks. We we saved Patrick. We okay. saved the city." Yeah, they so... spent the entire movie. <laughs> threatening each other and then at the end they all fight alongside each other but it felt like they were all individually there trying to stop the end of the world not like oh we're a team we're working together which they should have had a fight where they fumbled and realized how bad they were and then come together and then you know what i mean like that yeah it's it's superhero 101 yeah yeah Yeah, exactly Um, but yeah to give an idea wonder woman had a budget of 120 to 150 million that movie made almost a billion dollars. Oh wow! It Not came. Bad. Not bad. It came in at the end at eight hundred twenty-two point three million. That's just one film. Now I don't. I'm not going to sit here and say I know how industry runs. I don't. I'm not going to sit here and say I know how to like write the checks or run the books. But it seems like simple. You know, you release a film that's good. It makes close to a billion dollars. You pocket the you know whatever money you make back, and you do that over the course of however many films then you actually have a bigger budget when you make your grand film like i feel like it's as simple as that right Right. you You pour everything you can into that major one because now you should have like five times the budget because it's five exactly Exactly. if you release the superman movie a batman movie a wonder woman movie or flash whatever consistently and in a strategic way you'd make a lot of money back for the most part, those characters are gonna pull are gonna pull in cash for just being those characters. Yeah, yeah, just 100%. the name alone the na- will sell a, seats. Yeah, a yeah. Batman movie is gonna fill a theater. A Superman movie is gonna fill a theater. A Wonder Woman movie is gonna fill a theater. It obvious Wonder Woman was the most successful. It could obviously fill a whole theater of seats. I want to so, see a Flash movie. Yeah, what? yeah, <laughs> see a Flash movie. I, uh, I, that would fill. Yeah, everything. that's what I'm saying. Like, Flash, yeah. Aquaman made a shit ton of money too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so mm-hmm. did Shazam. So it's like, even if your movie pulls in easily $600 million, that's definitely more than your budget. That's yeah. like easily three times more than the budget than most of these films. Most of these films maybe cap out at like, what, $200 million? Yeah. Avengers Endgame being like 250 
You know, oh, wow. I, I could be wrong, but like half of it going to Robert Downey Jr. I yeah. know, right? He got yeah. like a third of the budget. <laughs> yeah, seriously. So, yeah. you know, it, you just save up. And then when it's you have crazy. your. Yeah. It's, Avengers had a budget of, okay, I was wrong, $356 million. But that movie geez. pulled in almost $3 billion. Yep. Yeah. Damn. Damn. Yep. Worldwide. Like it, it's and, crazy and that it's a awesome. Justice League movie yeah. lost money. Yeah. yeah. And so, what how, was the budget for Justice League, Brandon? The budget for Justice League, I had it open too. Um, where'd it go? It's right here. The budget was three hundred million. That movie still made six hundred fifty-seven point nine million. Oh, so it did make money. It did it's make money. It much. made some, but it also has to account. For, but you don't have to. You got to account for marketing. They don't yeah, account marketing, paying the crew, paying the actors and actresses. Uh, and they gave Snyder yeah. seventy million, right? Well, for a Snyder the, cut. Is that how he got the, that yet? I thought the budget is what contributes to the making of the film like paying the actors and the crew and all that i thought, I thought so. i'm not too sure i thought oh, that's, that's true uh, yeah there might be royalties i thought i, forgot, I thought yeah. marketing is a separate budget though i think so yeah I think, that was yeah, so. I think, yeah. so yeah. Yeah. and you got to consider how they budget the or budget they market the shit out of this film this yeah. movie had posters everywhere on buses billboards yeah. commercials youtube ads a fucking cereal toys oh yeah i mean everywhere did i eat the cereal I have uh, the we, Batman we bought, cereal. We bought, I have the Batman BVS cereal. Yeah, me oh, we too. did eat. We did eat the cereal. Yes, yeah. it was quite good. It was the yes. strawberry chocolate one, dude. That was um, so uh, bad. the Batman was, was chocolate, so, right? The yeah. chocolate. The, the, oh yeah, my god, was so bad. Dark and white chocolate. Yeah. So yeah. bad. Ugh. But Ugh. so, anyways, it's just like <laughs> it, I feel like again, I'm not an expert. All you got to do is just you know budget the films. You know, have Agreed. a little budget for each film. You know, don't spend too much, but have a moderate amount. And then when you have your big ass Justice League movie, you fucking spend all your money on it because yeah. then you can make hella money. And you but probably no, they built d- up characters to this point and villains, yeah. you know, just like Thanos. Thanos was introduced, and you're like, oh, when's this gonna happen? And it exactly. eventually happened, you know. So it's like, again, it there's no budget because they screwed themselves. Yeah, you know, like yeah, you're gonna have a weird ass upper lip because you spent all your money <laughs> on fucking cereal boxes and bus sides. <laughs> posters you know i would rather like, have a film i mean and this they had issues like ugh, it's a hard example but like x-men for example had no action figures no anything because they just didn't have the rights to do so and but they put more of the money into the film then and visually those films are great like all those x-men movies visually look amazing and that's all fox I, I and mean, whatnot like yeah those movies are i love those movies they well most of those movies there's there's a there's a, there's a good I, actually I, I like, well, half no, of no, those like movies. first class <laughs> didn't have action figures age of uh apocalypse didn't have action figures uh neither did um what was the uh, dark phoenix days dark of future phoenix past. and um days of future past days of future past yeah like none we of just them don't had, talk about dark phoenix yeah like well none of them had figures none of them had toys or anything and it's like well i mean those movies aren't good but like they look great dude those movies fucking suck i'm so sorry wow, days of future past was no amazing. the first two are were good talking? the first two but yeah the, the first two were fantastic apocalypse was trash and apocalypse I is like a really fun 2000 movie no it's, it's trash. like great from the 2000s right, well, it okay. feels movie. like they made it right, in before we go we're gonna we're gonna talk about those movies <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, let's, yeah. Let's, oh but that's yeah, true that's very true <laughs> but just for the record all she had to do was close that fucking door behind her and apocalypse wouldn't have woken up that's it i'm just saying you know what i mean she left the door open we're gonna doom the world for anybody for anybody listening we will do the we're gonna do the commentary it's on the list and we'll do some fucking i don't know mutant movie cut and steal x-men next (laughs) i was gonna say (laughs) mutant movie mondays i don't know (laughs) 
But, but um, you know, mutant movie madness. Yeah. Oh god. All right. But we, uh, oh my bad, Brandy. Go ahead. No, I was just saying, like, yeah, you had a terrible CGI because you had a terrible budget that you didn't plan out properly. You just saw a team movie and was throwing up dollar signs when you thought of the idea and you fucked it up. Well, That's why you didn't have a good budget for the movie. And then when it comes down to like, you know, of course there's a million issues with the story, but I think the primary thing is look at where Captain America was in Avengers and look where the Hulk was and look where we left off um, everyone else in those films. You know, like everyone was kind of like either not established like Black Widow, which was kind of brought in, who's like your cyborg character or like Hawkeye, who's like your Flash character who's brought in during these films. But everyone else, not only are they established, but all of them have history behind them. They go and throw Darkseid at us, the biggest galactic villain, you know, at, to a certain extent in D- the DC universe. Um, and then you have like a brand new Flash and then a brand new Cyborg, a brand new dead Superman, a super old <laughs> Wonder Woman who hasn't learned anything over the hundred years she's been away from World War One, and then however long history she had before that. She's basically. Oh, yeah. I, I pointed well. out that I pointed out that it was a hundred years ago and. <laughs> yeah nothing's changed with her at all like nothing at all and then you have like an established batman who knows nothing and then a moderately kind of current aquaman the only one that's probably somewhat caught up to batman's range on doing stuff maybe but like all, this whole mix match of shuffled deck like different timelines it doesn't make a team in no, no sense no, not at all. you know when you're trying to make a book a character like a team book you, you have to put backstories and histories. You can't just start them fresh on the biggest thing that's going to happen to them in their entire lives, you know? Like, well, it's there's... also really weird that Bruce Wayne, not Batman, Bruce Wayne was going around the world trying to get everyone together. Yeah, and he's just and... like, hey, I'm Batman. Yeah. yeah. Like, and he Do you want to join to... my international Batman team? He goes up yeah. to Aquaman and he's just like, hey, Arthur Curry, like, want to join my team? And he's like, no. Like, well, I'll pay you like 25 grand to join my team. He's like... <laughs> No, no. Go up to him and, as Batman and be like Aquaman. I well, fucking need you. Yeah, like, the other that he's like, uh, he, I don't know. I just thought it was weird that Batman was trying to like hire heroes instead of yes. and then getting them to you know see his <laughs> point of view. Sorry, man. Luke yeah. Cage and Iron Fist aren't in this it, movie. It's yeah, like <laughs> ba- Batman and the Justice League heroes for hire. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> dude. Like, but I was gonna say the one the major problem with this film when it comes to its characters is you had established characters somewhat established as and you had films prior uh the only one having a good film being wonder woman um the other ones you're just kind of like okay what's this weird version of batman and superman but anyways you introduce the flash and cyborg which are characters that are synonymous with dc culture and pop culture in the sense of the tv shows and all that Mm -hmm. but how like their origin stories are so sad and tragic and really intense. How do you sum that up to two sentences? Oh yeah, the everyone flash, got the yeah. two. You're, you're sitting story. there. You're sitting there, and the Flash is in prison. And you're like, why is Flash talking to some dude in prison? I guarantee you, a lot of people don't know. Danny pointed it out that Flash became what, what was it again? I, I forgot forensic what scientist. Forensic scientist. A forensic, a forensic scientist to save his father from prison because he was framed for the murder of his own mother. Like, how do you sum that up to like one scene? Seriously. Yeah. yeah. They did that in the uh the scene where they are digging up Superman's corpse. They like 
uh, oh god, I, 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 I forget what cyborgs. Young oh, Frankenstein style, mind you. Yeah. So like Cyborg and Flash are talking to each other, and he's just like, "So you got struck by lightning?" He's like, "Well, that's the abridged version." Yeah. So what happened to you? Explosion. And it's just like that's it. That's all you get about yeah. like their, uh, their yeah. origins. And you know the thing is with them too is just like, I, I don't mind them introducing it into like the single film. Cool. But you know what? Like even Spider Man when they did his backstory, how they kind of hint towards uncle ben but they don't go too far back into it yeah but you're just like oh shit something but happened like the difference leave, like, don't show us then you know just keep it be like oh man we're gonna learn more about them later on but you know but that's like not too important for what they're not, trying to do you're not doing the character justice look at cyborg yeah. i mean that what he had what he'd went through and like what his father goes through to try to save him and how like he's involved with you know the new gods and apocalypse mm-hmm. you don't get like Any it's it's such a sad yeah. origin story and it like really like it's painful and it's such a disrespect to the character to just like completely not even you know what i mean go into yeah. it a bit yeah. to it's really bizarre it's bizarre to me that they they have like one or two scenes to show you the motivations of Barry Allen as the flash. Like, you know, he, he goes to visit his father for one scene and you get like the scene in the graveyard where he's like, yeah, I was struck by lightning or whatever. But then they have like four or five moments throughout this movie where they try to lay it on thick that like Barry Allen is a goof. Get it? Yeah. He's, he's also a tripping. bum. He doesn't really, he doesn't have a job. Yeah. And like, yeah. how dude, does he afford like a bajillion TV screens in his weird like hideout, but he has no job? That he when like, a rich person throws out their TV it. before it hits the sidewalk, you just see a flash go by <laughs> yeah. and it's just like, yeah, college students get rid of these all the time. And that was the thing too that, but I mean, it's hard. It's hard not to like just nitpick at every single scene in this film because yeah. you can. You could really go start to finish and talk about why it's crap. But like Barry, especially like he he basically was just so stupid and pointless because Barry Allen worked his ass off to become a forensic scientist and got his job. He was established, and that's what connects him and Batman is because they admire yeah they admire each other for their intelligence on how to investigate a scene. That's how they click. That's how they. I mean, Tom King's story um with the whole rebirth stuff. Oh, the button. The button. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's brilliant because he calls Barry and is just like, hey, man, I need your assistance on something. Um, and I, found a, like, I found a happy face. Button. Yeah. Can you help me out with this? Yeah, like, I'm, I'm like, lost. And for Bruce to, like, go to somebody else for help, that's how badass Barry Allen is, you know? Like, that's Batman goes to him for assistance. Batman doesn't go to anyone for fucking assistance except for what's his face at Wayne Enterprises and Alfred like that's it like that's all or it's a way to convince someone to be on his new team yeah Yeah. where he's just like I brought you and it's like oh I I just actually wanted to add you to my team and test you but yeah it's dumb what were you gonna say uh Danny about the flash I was gonna say the one scene I really did like with him where I'm just like that's something flash would do is when he drew on the guy's face in line oh that was great yeah that was the only moment where I was just like that's flash that's something he would definitely do other than that he turns around and there's like one frame where you could see his hand. Yeah. 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 That was the, you know, moving away from the flash though, I love Jason Momoa's Aquaman. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Dude, he oh, right. could have gotten yeah. better. Like hundred yeah. percent. Everything, his looks, his attitude, like even his bad scenes are really good. Like yeah. even it's the, cause he, 
he's oozing charisma, Jason yes. Momoa. And yes, that's what he said man. for a lot of the other actors in this movie, unfortunately. He has so much to him, and he just he glows compared to that dark, dreary like atmosphere he's surrounded by, you know. And the um, when he's sitting on the lasso of truth, one of the greatest, one of the best scenes. If you're gonna do a comedic <laughs> scene, that's how you do it. You know, slip it in, and it's hilarious. Nobody sees it. You don't even realize it as an audience member until like. Well, technically, you slip it under, but. but it was just so good it was just it was a wonderful moment and he it didn't feel cheesy it didn't feel overdone like almost every flash scene like it just didn't (sighs) yeah yeah totally right i I can't complain about him it's definitely a thing where within this two hours you get this movie and you know like you know now especially oh there's a lot of stuff that was cut out Mm -hmm. and it's all of these other characters, like there, there's other characters, the supporting characters for all of these specific characters, all of them just getting their depth. Yeah. And you're like, oh, God, how much is actually missing here for each of them? So you're getting such a condensed team film where, you know, like maybe they would have been introduced better off in this if given more, you know, given more content. But you don't get that. And instead, it's just like, well, make with what you got. And at least with Avengers like black widow you see her in iron man 2 first you Mm -hmm. get her established a bit the only one you're not introduced to yet is hawkeye in which he you know he comes into his own pretty much yeah pretty quickly he could have been the cyborg of the movie you know what i mean like that yeah it's and you get like you know the avengers 2 more hawkeye whatever and then like it's like oh it's the actual hawkeye movie but uh with this it's definitely not that and you definitely feel the rush job and you also feel the identity crisis here because the characters themselves don't work and you could tell like all of these are like reshoots and it's definitely like you could tell the tone has completely changed it's taken a left turn from everything preceding it and none of it works because it doesn't feel like these characters it feels like unfortunately it's like you know i love buffy i love firefly i really enjoyed those shows but it feels like those characters were put into one of those episodes oh, yeah and i'm like us. Uh, that's uh, not how that works bro like it's you know you have that weird like you know steve trevor blah blah diana and i'm just like why would they he wouldn't say that i don't think he would say that that doesn't no, make any yeah. sense and it's like everyone's doing weird pot shots at each other and i'm like dude this isn't like high school vampire hunters man this is mm-hmm. these are like adult heroes what are you doing well that's you know we just went through flash we just went through cyborg um wonder woman like that's another example uh what we saw in the Wonder Woman film was extraordinary. We got the first solo fem- uh, female superhero film done well. Like, you appreciated her. You knew she was powerful. She took everything on. She When she did anything on screen, you just felt it, and you were sold by every movement, everything. And here we are 100 years later, and the continuity is just so like just so fucked. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's her attitude, the way she's perceived, the way she acts. Um, she's kind of like scared and a kind of a coward in a sense, and she's just cov- toppled on with like makeup the entire film, which drove me crazy. Yeah, you guys and, pointed that out to me. I wasn't paying attention to her, and I was like, "What do you mean?" Oh, yeah, a lot of butt shots and a lot of butt shots, a lot of cleavage for no reason. I we pointed out the butt shots. Yeah, yeah. And- Dan- Danny, Danny takes the credit for <laughs> noticing the ass first. Thank you. Okay, Danny. no, I, 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 just, I don't mean, uh, I don't want to interrupt you, Danny. <laughs> Wait, I just have one more thing. We had a whole okay, movie sorry. with Themyscarians, 
and there was no major butt shots and no crazy amount of cleavage a whole film and you didn't get that in justice league we got like maybe more of that than we got scenes of superman oh yeah huh i i just want to say this too i hate the the amazon's costume designs in this movie they look so they look like skimpy bikinis rather than like actual armor like they did in wonder woman i hate that but, but how else would you see their abs? <laughs> yeah, that was straight up though. Um, those holy shit, like yeah, they God, did, like they were ripped. Yeah, but I, uh, I agree. Like I, I said this at the commentary last night. I wish we would have seen a futuristic or at least advanced Themyscira island because it just makes it seem like oh, these women by themselves they won't advance past the Stone Age ever. You know, they can't ever think of anything, and that's the feeling you get out of, it. or that's the feeling I got out of it because everyone else is doing all this crazy, amazing stuff. Even Atlantis has some cool stuff going on, and you know, Themyscirians are just still like bows and arrows which i get to an extent for sure but like you know advance them give them some stuff by now make it unique and weird technology that we've never seen because it was invented by women and they did it on their own and that would have been like man they are way beyond what we are at right now because they're the ones in control which is probably the truth i think you just want those purple beams and i want the purple healing ray i really wanted the purple yeah i was hoping i still i just want to say this too I just want to say this too. Whatever Ben Affleck does to lose like 50 pounds in between shots, I want that <laughs> secret. Because that, was, that man uh... drops and gains weight so much throughout this movie. It is easily the best part. You know what? This movie it's... is terrible. 10 out of 10. I love it just for the Ben Affleck weight changes throughout the movie. It is really oh my God. noticeable it too. Is, yeah, the, let's, let's the... at least say, you know, like when we do see these scenes, at least like, we understand, like, there was some weight gain. We're not going to go into anything mean, please. But, like, you know, yeah, we, we, that was unfortunately one of the ways to identify the Whedon the, like, cuts, the, the Whedon yeah. versus the Snyder. Well, let's shift to and, Batman, and, too, not, then. Like, not, to be too, not to be too mean, too. He did have a pretty bad drinking problem while he was doing oh. all the DC movies. Yeah. So he, Batman he tore him up. He was really packing on, he was packing on the beer when, uh, in between he couldn't handle it dude and even i got the chance to like almost well i almost got a signature at comic-con and like when they announced the justice i bit my tongue that really hurt (laughs) they announced (laughs) (laughs) you'll be able to hear it when you listen back (laughs) when they announced the justice league film i was at san diego comic-con and all the actors you know walked in they did their signing and they're on like the dc booth and then they walked up and then everyone walked away except for Ben Affleck and you know you see everyone go down one way and you knew Ben was still there and he had like he, they had him change his shirt and put on a mask and they walked him out with security and I was literally like to his side I was like Ben can you please sign my book and everything and I, I should have jumped in front of him just so he could fucking do it and then just toss me out of the way <laughs> but like even there you saw the dread of him just being like I can't handle this much like I don't think he understood or maybe didn't process or realize this is bigger than Daredevil, dude. Like, and the fan base has changed I since the Daredevil. Daredevil film. You know, like maybe that's what he was expecting still, but he just couldn't handle it with everything going on. And it could trace back to some of what you know Ray Fisher saying about the executives and how things were being run and not being sure about very much and changing things. And it's yeah, unfortunate think, how they broke him. It. I think what upset him the most is that. Um, sorry, Brandon. Um, God, what was I gonna say? Um, 
Oh, I think what upset him the most is that you could tell he really is a comic book fan and he loves Batman. Oh, and he I does. Think he really, he really was gonna try to take on the challenge to fix kind of what they messed up with Batman mm-hmm. in the universe. And I think he was just hitting walls everywhere he went because, like, you know, I truly believe he knew BVS was awful because you could tell by the way he looked, like, just how sad he was. Him and Cavill with how sad they were that everybody hated it. And I think he really wanted to take on a chance to fix Batman, and it just... They didn't let him. I mean, he couldn't. He was gonna. Yeah. He was gonna have his own solo film. He was gonna direct and star in. And who knows what WB was just like. Well, you say he had now. They kept on switching. Whatever it, it was, then he was like yeah. not directing it. Then he was just writing and starring it. Then he was. He wasn't writing it. He's just starring it. Oh, we're just gonna use the script. Oh, he might just direct it. And make, it's. It was all a mess. And it's, yeah, it was all over the place. Imagine trying to deal with that. Trying to be like. Plus, yeah, you are right. He is a huge Batman fan. Such a big Batman fan that in his one of his houses at one point. He had a bat cave. He had the mm-hmm. um, yeah. <laughs> the, the head that you open up. You press the button, and the secret entrance opened up in his house, and it was like a little bat cave area that it just he customized. He's a huge comic book fan, but and uh, yeah, I mean BVS. Like you know, we have these extraordinary actors like that just fit the role just so perfectly, per- perfectly to the T, and they were just like we made the worst superhero films. <laughs> ever made probably aside from like the 70s captain america tv show you know what i mean like that's how yeah. bad it got at a certain extent and it was just a waste of their talent a waste of everyone's money and time and it just like they had a chance to fix it and chose differently and they were just like nope not gonna happen you just you're just seeing these wb execs and creators just running around like short attention spans yeah. left to right like what are we doing folks i don't know what's going on here and it's just like you, you just couldn't here i got an idea let's announce like eight more movies and it's why would you we didn't ask for any of yeah like okay it, they it. uh and you know this this kind of goes back to a bunch of stuff too but the characterization of batman you know we have this whole you know bvs he was like hard and cold and we were kind of seeing him open up because the whole martha thing and then he witnesses a death of a god in front of him and that's traumatized him and he realizes he realizes that there's more coming and he's now like a fragile mortal and he needs to assemble people he needs help again um for the first time in his life in years because we don't really know his past too much but we assume he had help in the back um and now he's trying to find redemption in this movie and they don't even do that for him like that's his whole purpose in the Justice League film is finding redemption. Yeah. And he doesn't get that. Batman has no arc <laughs> in Justice League. At all. League. It's just like, oh, yeah. I, don't, I don't really know what I'm I doing. I wanted to mm-hmm. point out that like this Batman in this movie is really ineffective, especially Completely. compared to from Batman v Superman. Yeah. And he, they gave him quips. Quips? And then, dude, fucking- BVS, he kicked everybody's ass start to finish he was just beating everyone's ass just punching everybody in the face front to like to the very end you know and this one he really didn't do anything he just kind of got his ass kicked and tossed around a lot they made him seem like 80 year old batman like instead of like where he was in that stage like 50 60 year old batman you know i feel like they just threw him into age of ultra and i was like god damn it this is is like oh god so that characterization there's such a big gap of him like hating superman of like not trusting anything and then all of a sudden he it just it just didn't connect it was a totally different person persona the suit the attitude like eh. he has a whole scene where he explains to 
Wonder mm-hmm. Woman, I think it yeah. was. Like, why the world needs Superman. And his reasoning was like, he doesn't just save people. He makes people feel better about themselves. And I'm just like, when? one, why, why would this Batman say that? And two, why would anyone say that about this Superman? Well, and that's the confusing thing as well. Like, okay, it shifts to Superman at that point because we don't have much to say about, you know, we kind of combine them. But yeah. like yeah. Superman too, he was around for 18 months, 20 maybe, you know, counting maybe if BVS was a month event. Um, he was feared by everybody clearly everyone in the u.s was terrified of him but he had these like moments where like he went to mexico and saved people and people worshiped him he there was a flooding and people were looking up to him and he was seen like a savior so there's like a mixed thing there but the overall fear uh overall feeling was fear and you how do you go from that to like a hopeful like we trust you like they just bombed you dude they just shot missiles so they didn't even care about you they why are you getting all this love and respect when like everyone kind of like was just terrified of you and you were only around for 18 months and batman knew about you for like three <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> like it really didn't connect like how did how can you say so much about a man that was like in the spotlight for just a couple months you're just like well i mean for the you know two weeks i knew him you know bob was a cool guy you know it just didn't add up and so you have him yeah. in justice league and you're like fucking cares like you it's it's definitely i will say like at least for the u.s part it's more like a 50 50 thing like mm-hmm. even when you see the protesters people for him there's people against him it's not just one-sided it's clearly like obviously there but that but, one side is trying to give him a chance because they know he can do good not yeah so and that's much the thing that too like done yeah and by the, yeah. the end of bbs you see like batman's whole thing is like oh i was i was wrong yeah and he's like oh i've seen like how far i've come in terms of like how i mean how down under i've gotten in terms of like the darkness and the whole thing of what alfred says you know it turns good men cruel and mm-hmm. shit and the whole thing is not necessarily like you know he inspired me but more so like i was wrong about him and i like it was mm-hmm. my partially my fault because like now like all these things have happened it's like i can't make that mistake again yeah and it's like it's more of like a more him being open and understanding like maybe there's another way to this but not the way they do it in this one where it's just like oh, oh guys uh, <laughs> yes yeah. you're just like oh no but maybe, yeah it's, maybe it's if just... he, he was like you know i've come to realize after seeing you know videos and seeing video logs of superman saving people and he was just like I was wrong. I was so wrong. And I will always regret what I've done. And something to that extent of being like, I looked at what I first saw instead of investigating like I should have, you know, like just showing all around that like Batman was completely wrong and he jumped the gun and he just fucked everything up. And it's like, okay, I would believe a Batman who is now beaten, battered, aggressive, and he wasn't thinking logically. He completely fell off his like, just his shelf completely and then he's just like oh i saw all these amazing deeds he did you know while i was doing this and i was just i was being selfish i was being reckless i was letting my own personal things go against him and then you really feel like okay batman is flawed but we didn't get that so i mean it's yeah. <laughs> it's hard to <laughs> it's sad but with that um does anyone have anything to close off with because pretty much we've ended the i would say we've made it to the end here Oh, well, you know what? Steppenwolf, real fast. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we but, completely missed the, the, yeah, villain. the villain. There's yeah. a whole thing there with the... <laughs> yeah, hello, they, they shouldn't have used him. 
no, uh, no. Like Steppenwolf like, shouldn't have been used. Like if you're gonna I, use Steppenwolf, add him with Calabac and be like, okay, these two are gonna check out the planet and get everything. Everything yeah. with the fourth world just didn't make sense. No, Man buried a mother box in I made, the dirt. Yeah, I put the question out last night while we were watching the movie. Like, could they have instead of just doing Steppenwolf, who most people probably wouldn't know who he is? Just do like what they did for Avengers Infinity War for like the most of the movie. You don't, I mean, Thanos was in it and he did mm-hmm. his own stuff, but most of the uh, time the Avengers were dealing with his like emissaries. Yes. And like, no one knows who like the, the all those characters are Squ- called. They, they there called was uh, like, Squidward. Squidward or whatever. Baron yeah, Mordo Squidward. Squidward or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's Baron Mordo's a completely other character. I honestly. <laughs> See, I don't even remember the name of the emissaries. None of them were like, important. No, <laughs> yeah. 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 Aren't, aren't they called the Black Order? The Black Order. Yeah, yeah but no one, no one yeah. actually cares about them. Yeah, because yeah. it was one story arc from Infinity, and they decided to use these characters from the one arc they're from, right. which is a Jonathan Hickman arc. Yeah. So it was so, good, just no one talks about it. But. So they probably could have done something similar, where instead of just sending um, Steppenwolf, they could have sent... You know all of dark sides like main uh, people or or whatever and or at least a few of them and you know have that be like oh his generals failed in this movie next movie dark sides coming in uh himself well dude i mean having like uh wouldn't it be wouldn't have been cool is if instead of doing an origin movie for uh wonder woman all right this is kind of going off track but what if like either Justice League or this one or Wonder Woman, they had the female Furies as the villains. So Not even all of them, just like a couple. Yeah. Um, and just go tossing that in. And then this one you have like Steppenwolf with Calabac and the other Furies and you get to see Granny Goodness and then they all kind of report to Darkseid being like, we know where all this is, you know, or something, you know, like it leads into like revealing Darkseid because he doesn't just jump into shit like that. But like doing all that, it was... It would have been perfect. You get to yeah. really understand the fourth road and the minions instead of Steppenwolf, who looks nothing like the comics, but the comics, he looks goofy anyways. And then it's just a bizarre alien thing that doesn't make sense. But Dude, it would have been cool, actually, if it was like, yeah, Steppenwolf, uh, Calabac, and maybe like Big Barda. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yo, it's crazy. And then, dude, you know, the next movie comes back and she has her whole squad and they're like, oh, God, there's more of you. Well, dude, there <laughs> the only you go. Really with good Bardas. Steppenwolf design is uh, the Superman cartoon. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that he's one. He's much. I mean, yeah. that's like completely different. Well, yeah, dude. Imagine seeing Big Barda attack them, and then see her story arc change over various movies, leading into a New mm-hmm. Gods film with Scott Free, and then she meets Scott Free, and she changes, and she goes to like the the good side. But there you go. You set up a whole arc for Big Barda yeah. just by introducing her as like kind of a a side character in one film. You know, like bam, fucking cool. But no, exactly. But all right. Uh, yeah, I think that's really everything. There's like other stuff, but I, honestly, I don't think it's really um, worth it. Go for it, whatever you need to say. Okay, I'll just say this right now, and this will probably be like the last one of the few last times I say this. The movie sucks. <laughs> it does. The movie. I, I you can't know, think of a good scene. The movie sucks. It somehow made. Which already, you know, Batman and Superman already looked terrible in their previous films. It somehow made them look worse. It proved in this universe that Batman was useless and that Superman was worse than some of his villains. Like, 
They made him scary. They ruined the character. Didn't understand anybody. Well, they completely. did what everyone complains about Superman. They made him way too powerful as well. Like making him the only powerful person instead yeah, of realizing and power in everyone else. Completely, you know, Wonder Woman was a, a is an amazing film and completely did nothing with the character in Justice League. It did and, her no justice. Ooh. So, um, <laughs> you know, it did no, it, it like completely disrespected Cyborg and Flash. It tried to show you Apocalypse without even properly introducing it. This movie, like I said last night, it took a giant shit on our childhood. Yeah. A hundred percent. Dude, everything Bruce Tim and everyone worked for over at Warner Brothers Animation Studios when we were growing up. And you know up, what? Just this, like, is, ah. this is the second fucking movie if i'm correct and i might be wrong but if i'm correct this is the second fucking movie where bill finger's name is finally credited for creating batman and you put it on this yeah yep yep terrible yeah and first you one know was what? bbs the movie should not have existed you can't fix this stupid fucking movie with another cut of added scenes either because there's no hope in saving it uh, I will yeah, disagree with that because yeah. it's not another cut with no. added scenes. It's the original like cut of the film. And despite it might be good, it might be trash, but we do not know. So we can't say that it's just an assumption. Yeah. And if you do, I mean, yeah, just like we always say, it's like, you can say it now. It's fine. It's just not really, it's not even a fact or an opinion. It's just like a more of a, just an outburst if anything, but yeah, that's um, this movie. If anyone else? This movie's a stain on pop culture. Oh yeah, <laughs> there well, you go. I mean, yeah, it really is. Like they should have just. There's ended no saving it. Like, it. There was a tragedy, and they should have just stopped. You know, like, and you know, they're going to continue the universe. They should just continued it and been like, you know, unfortunately, this is just where it fell off, and that was it. Um, yeah, but I mean, it, leading into what we're going to see in Snyder Cut. I'm curious. I'm curious to see what they were trying to do. It's just like if they would have released like a, a lost like Fantastic Four film or something like that, I would still be hyped to watch it to be like, hey, what what is so different? You know what I mean? I'm just excited for another incarnation of it. You know, I'm not even looking at superhero films to be like a deep, amazing film. I'm just trying to find a superhero film that nails the superhero aspect that we all get entertained well, by. One last thing, too. People like to compare Marvel and DC all the time, literally all the time. And I hope WB realizes that when that argument comes up, even though I don't, you know, get involved with those whole Marvel versus DC thing, you've somehow have contributed to the fan base and allowed people to be like, Marvel is better because yeah. of these films. Exactly. Even though neither one has never been, there's been moments where they've been on like someone's shit list. But no, neither one has been better than the other. They've just been no. different. They should yeah. always be separated. But because of these films, because of the stain on cinema, it has literally shown that people have an argument when saying Marvel is better. And yeah. that's D and that's WB and DC's fault right there. And yeah. we are like when you look at the five of us, like we love both of these like areas. We love Marvel and DC. Oh, yeah. Like we enjoy a lot of their mm -hmm. stuff. Obviously, different areas of it for sure. Like. I know a lot, some guys here like more stuff than I do, at least for Marvel in terms of like the mainline heroes where I'm like more an X-Men and whatnot, but like there, there's all this different stuff and we usually just enjoy it. And personally, mm -hmm. it's, always, 
it's always nice it's like why can't i just enjoy my stuff that's all i want to do you know and that's the thing is like that's why we've devoted so much time to this snyder verse is because that's kind of like what we're being gifted and growing with right now too you know and it sucks that we're it's unfortunate that we have nothing but complaints about a lot of this and we don't really mean to it's just like that's what was handed to us and we're just so disappointed because we know how great it all could be and we know how great these heroes and these stories are and what they could be doing with it and they're just not you know and that's the frustrating part as a fan is that you we're we're angry about it and we're upset and we bash it because we love it because we know how it should be we know how it could be because we know how these stories have touched us and influenced us that's why we keep buying them every week that's why we have our lives dedicated to it but when you give the mass you know the mass this this type of content it's just like no guys that's why everyone bashes on comics that's why sales are down that's why nothing's yeah. working right now it's because you're producing this instead of all these grandeur amazing stories over here that you could be producing and promoting and pushing and i yeah. see why brandon's so frustrated week after week after week because he knows this and he knows what it what it should be and he won't give it a chance because he's like, no, you're you're not doing it right. Just don't fucking do it then. You know, get it down and stop chasing the dollar. And always remember, and- Brandon and I, like, if you go to our if you go to our houses, you're gonna find a lot of Batman stuff. If you look at our shirts, it's like what superheroes on the shirts Brandon and I wear. Batman. Mm-hmm. It's like it's that's how much we get into this kind of thing. Yeah. And so and- it's it's gonna be interesting. You know, it's gonna be Obviously, like, I'm excited just to watch it because I'm curious on what they could have done to save it. You know, I said it before, I think maybe on the Apollo commentary, but Snyder hasn't shown that he can do a superhero film. And that's just because his name is attached to it. But that means Warner Brothers hasn't shown that they could do a good superhero film yet. And this might just wind up just like BVS, an extended cut of scenes that just don't mesh well together. Or maybe it's like, wow, we got to see his vision and we missed out. And it shows how much the studio had their involvement in. That's the big question. How much is Snyder and how much is the studio? But I think this uh, Snyder cut will finally prove that. And then we could finally decide if it was all worth it or not. Yeah. Or just like if, if we want to like, yeah, if we want to like enjoy the separate thing, if we want to continue the style and stuff. And it's like, just like we've talked about it before. And like, I never bear any ill will towards anyone or anything on this kind of stuff. And all I want, I'm, I'm like, it's for me. It's like, I just hope I have a good time watching this. I hope I really enjoy this. I hope it does a really good job itself. And it's just the same thing for everyone else. Like, I hope Brandon and Danny don't hate it not necessarily like i don't want them to have opinions on it it's more like i hope they maybe have a good time watching it i hope they get some form of enjoyment instead of being forced to watch this and have to suffer through it yeah like i just want everyone to have a good time and hope it works that way if it doesn't it doesn't and we'll obviously talk about it after that'll be our next episode is kind of going into this and talking about how this movie went but you know, that's not going to be for a little bit, uh, at least from when we're recording right now. But uh, It's hard to have a good time when the movie's written to be miserable. Well, I mean, it could be written to be miserable and still be great. You know what I mean? That's the thing. Like, it, it's we're, we're curious on how it's going to play out. And they could blow all of our minds away and all of us could be shocked or all of us could be like, you know what? This was what we were hoping they wouldn't do and we still got it as if they learned nothing. You know, it's yeah. going to be one of two routes. 
if by like two hours into it you're just like this is a drag and i i need to stop that's a bad sign you know what i mean i hope two hours into it i'm just like holy fuck like how like what happens next like that's what i'm yeah the movie's over like from what i've seen what is all this you know what i mean like blow my mind yeah I mean, one of the things that pops out into my mind from the first Snyder Cut trailer that we got that was, like, completely missing from the, the Whedon Cut was, like, Cyborg's dad dies? And I'm just like, that seems huge. Yeah. And they put that in the, the trailer? What else are they missing? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, there's a... Like, you could tell there's a lot specifically of, uh, of just Victor and uh, Barry. Like yeah. you see, there's so much backstory of them that you never get to actually see, and there's like probably who knows how much time dedicated to just their intro. Like it seems like you're gonna get Cyborg's full backstory. You're gonna see what it was he was like before he was Cyborg, his relationship potentially with his mom, his father, and what happened when all, all that occurred. Like you're getting that potentially in this movie. And like I said, I just want everyone to have an open mind, if anything, or at least to stop berating me about it at the very least. I'm just like, I literally am just like doing my own shit day to day. And all of a sudden I'm getting this shit and I'm like, I don't even do anything anymore. But everyone's just tagging me. I don't understand. What if it's terrible and we just spend the next five years saying like, hey, remember when you were wrong about the Snyder Cut? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, That's then it's gonna just. Happen. That's really what I mean, you're hoping for. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised. It just shows the character of some people. And I'm, I, I mean, I would just have pity on people. I, I would I'd, I would literally just be like, I told you so. That's. I mean, that's I hope it. you would just say I would, that. I would just I cry. Cause I'm I, just I like, would be I, like. I, I have faith that you would just go there. But, you know. I would be like, I told you so. I'm afraid sometimes some people become cruel. And then. What what you do is for that cut of steel, you just copy and paste this episode and just replace Whedon's name with like <laughs> Snyder. <laughs> Snyder, yeah. And you're like, but no, I don't know anymore. Is that supposed to be me looking down? It's. I'm at the point where I'm just so exhausted. Uh, I know. Th- congratulations, DC and WB. You've made me not want to touch a DC do, have well. have to do anything with you guys for yeah. a long time. Like honestly. And- we are also pretty much like because it's like, you know, before we were going through these movies, you're, you know, a year apart, six months apart, whatever. And, you know, for the show, of course, we've been watching these like pretty much like every for a couple of them. Yeah, a few weeks apart, a couple of weeks apart. But recently now it's been like every week practically. And even me, like as someone who at least enjoyed the first one, like of Man of Steel, Wonder Woman and to an extent parts of BBS. Like, I'm even, like, getting tired here, too. yeah. And, like, obviously, our releases have been a little, like, back and forth. You've seen where, like, one came out three weeks after the other, two weeks, and now we're kind of been weekly, just because we're kind of in a rush mode to make sure we get here before Zack Snyder's Justice League. But after this, you know, uh, you should have the Zack Snyder's Justice League episode come out shortly after this episode does, because... Uh, when this is being put out but uh, after that we will probably take a short break uh, we'll go and on a come back like... with a, a new version of BVS and then we'll hit back onto Aquaman yeah. <laughs> we'll hit... you know I'll buy that I'm not gonna make everyone watch it I'm not even gonna no, no, we watch doing the air cut before we watch the suicide oh squad. dude don't even oh, God. <sighs> yeah but, we'll get that uh, can we just <laughs> say can we just say fuck it and just watch the director's cut of Daredevil already please like that's <laughs> all we, i've literally wanted that since the year started and we I haven't know. gotten it i know but uh we will probably get to aquaman 
at some point in April. I'm not sure when, but we'll take a few, like maybe towards like the second half of April or so, just so we have a few weeks or so of just taking a break from everything. And then we'll come back with the uh, Aquaman. And from there, we'll probably honestly, just to give you guys some like insight here, we'll probably release like every two to three weeks, if anything, for like Shazam and Birds of Prey, and then eventually uh, 84 and shit. But like, we'll, we'll get to those all. Uh, but just, you know, slower pace. We don't have to rush anymore. It's just kind of enjoying ourselves through it at that point. And I I had some more stuff that I wanted to say on earlier on Superman's um, overall arc and everything in his character. But I'm thinking now maybe I might save them for when we review the Snyder Cut. I don't know if I want to save them right now and... I don't know, maybe I'll just give you a teaser of what I think right now, and then that way, just real quick, and that way we can compare what I said, you know, what I thought now to when we review Snyder Cut. Just real quick. Um, you know, I always heard the excuse from everybody with Henry Cavill Superman and the, the way Snyder directed him and everything that, well, he's eventually going to turn into the Superman we all know and love. You know, and you're just, you're not patient enough and everything. You want everything right now because you don't like character development. And you're too dumb to understand these movies. But um, I I will say I liked Henry Cavill's performance the most in this movie. Even though it's written terribly. But at the same time, it is so jarring in this movie. Because he feels like a completely different character. And I'm just like, I could never see this being the same Superman as the one in BVS. And I'll maybe that'll be fixed i and and to me that just shows that this arc the way they were going about it just wouldn't have worked and who knows i'm hoping that you know that since we're getting a four-hour movie that the snyder cut is going to change my mind on that and i think that's the last thing i'll i'll really say about it because i know we're trying to wrap i agree i totally agree with that i hope we do get that same yeah now that i think about it i think the last time we see superman before he shows up to fight um seven wolf is like he sees like his mom sees he's alive and she's like oh my god my son you're alive again and yeah we don't see him get his suit back or anything no, nothing he just has all of a suit. sudden yeah he's just all of a sudden he's there yeah <laughs> yeah so there's not yeah and of course <laughs> i love how much we lost our minds that his shirt got blown off when he got no his pants were still on all perfect and he's all barefoot <laughs> Dude, we gotta shirt, take what we can get, guys. All right, we gotta yeah. take what we can get and salvage what we can from these types of instances. <laughs> but another, uh, another thing yeah. too, I feel sorry for the kids that gotta grow up with these movies. That's you that's why what? we're thank, so upset. You know, thank God we got the MCU because if this was the only thing that kids got as exposure to the in the mainstream as exposure to superheroes, since we don't have the Bruce Tim animated cartoons anymore on like like we had. I feel sorry for these kids. Like, these grim, depressing movies. I mean, dude, all you gotta do is just not show the movies and just put on your Blu-rays of Batman the Animated Series. Exactly. It's on HBO Max now. Just be like, oh, here's all of the animated series and be like, oh, today we're watching Superman. Today is Static Shock. And then just go through all that. that, We're good to go. That's my my final thoughts, though. The classics being the '90s uh, DC shows. Yes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest. It doesn't really matter what comes out at this point. I'm, st- I, I still think, at least for my future kids, it's just gonna be like, oh, here's just the animated series. This is what's gonna start. This oh, yeah. is just the start, easily. But that's just me. 
right, everyone, I hope uh, you all enjoyed this. Of course, you know, we didn't have as much insight in for this as we would have for the previous, uh, but we, we did it. It's done. And just like really uh, this... Whedon's Justice League—it's out of the way, and we'll never come back to it ever again. To the yes. point where, yes. you know, if this—if we—if that gets good and I can buy it, then I'm going to toss this one out the window and be like, "Gone! You're in the garbage. It's gone I don't forever." Think I'll ever watch this movie? Again. Yeah, I don't really don't want to. I don't want to watch this ever again. But you know, this has been the Cut of Steel episode five. Uh, we have talked about Joss Whedon's Justice League, and of course, this is, for all extents and purposes, a type of crossover show that we do in which uh, Sutra Side Talk is partnered with Apollo City Comics and Third Planet from the Black Hole, uh, which, of course, Danny, where can we find you and your platform? You can find me at www.thirdplanet.news, and we have links to all our social media accounts on there. We're on YouTube, Instagram, all kinds of other fun stuff. Uh, currently reviewing all of, every Godzilla movie ever made was Comron on the Third Planet podcast. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, as well as YouTube. And you could find me at www.dannybenson.com where I have links to all my social media. Awesome. And uh, Monkadorf, where can we people find you guys? Check us out on a bunch of content on Instagram. We're on all most social uh, social media platforms, Twitter and Facebook. And check us out on YouTube. Just give us a good little search. We'll pop up. And we're on all podcast platforms. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Block Scotta. I appreciate that. Yeah, I know. I, Brandon I just, totally yeah. just spoke for both of us. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, I was going to also say that... Um, we're, uh, make sure to definitely check out all the streaming platforms and on top of that, go on YouTube to see some of our videos as we're trying to get more involved with videos to be a little bit more interactive. Um, just to have some visual aspect to all the audio. And on top of that, you can head over to Danny's website if you want to check out me. If you want to check out some of my complaints on just straight up comic books. Uh, they release <laughs> weekly and I love some of them and I get angry at some of them. So you can definitely check that out. You know which ones are angry is the ones he shakes. Those will be the angry ones. Um, just a heads up there. And I hope you like the combo of their last names. Uh, that was fun. That was great. So uh, we are now. Yeah. Um, and James, where can people find you, of course? My screen name and Twitter handle for pretty much everything is at uh, invaderjim124. And I am a co-host on Sutra Side Talk with you. Yes. And you can find me, of course, on Twitter at gogocomzilla. And, of course... You're already here, so you know about Sutra Side Talk, which is our main channel, but encompassing it, of course, is our kind of still here. Uh, Sutra Side Talk itself is a weekly podcast where we talk about uh, gaming, movie, TV show news, and uh, what we've been watching and playing. Uh, Brandon Blockstorff and I also have Sutra Sidewatch, where we will go in and do movie analysis podcasts. And this month for March is Miyazaki month, yeah. so we're getting into that. And... <laughs> Uh, I also have up to it, down to it, yeah. a, a show, <laughs> <be quiet>. <laughs> uh, is a show that's uh, every so often and it's me and some friends, friends from uh, school and we just get into a random topic and go off the rails with it. That one's all right. Uh, what? Go to Stitch for Sidewatch. Some oh good stuff right there. <laughs> yeah, or, or uh, you know, um, you could just listen to Apollo City. Uh, anyways. And I- <laughs> <laughs> but of course, this has been the Cut of Steel. We will catch you all very soon with Zack Snyder's Justice ah, Until then, dear. have a good time. Yeah. So long, everybody. God. Thanks for listening. Ooh.